WTF, we're doing a podcast. I'm Nikki. And I'm Michelle. This is 50. Welcome to What the 50. Join us on our continued journey to simplify our lives. We will seek the answers from the experts and offer tips, tools, and techniques to live your life with confidence and joy. Are we ready? Let's go. Well, hey. I'm Michelle. Hi, Nikki. Oh, my goodness. Season nine. Season number nine. Lucky number nine. I'm so excited that we're here mm-hmm. um, for multiple reasons. I think, um, first of all, we need to say how proud we are of, of ourselves for getting to season number nine. And pushing through. Pushing through. We're off to a late start, though, guys, but that's okay. No, but we're starting, right? We're starting, and that's what matters. And we're giving ourselves grace yes. because we're doing <laughs> this, right? And the good thing is that, you know, we're living what we are talking about. Exactly. So, yeah, exactly. we're living examples. So this season, we are trying to incorporate it around Women's Day, which is March, March 9th. 9th. Mm-hmm. And the theme this month is, this year is Inspire Inclusion. Mm-hmm. Which I love. Right. I love that. So we're going to try and incorporate that in. And what we wanted to do was talk about the changing roles of women. Again, it's literally what we experience, right. and have this... been, what we have been experiencing. Mm-hmm. Um, and interestingly enough, it's since we started the podcast that it has made me even more aware of these changing roles, because a lot of times you don't realize that over time we're changing, we're transitioning, and it just happens. And it's from know. this vantage point of our 50 plus, <laughs> right? wisdom exactly exactly yeah so how were the holidays um it was good we were still in I would say construction mode because we did some changes to our house and but it was I got it ready in time and um, I was very happy about that JP came home for Christmas so the house was nice and noisy um JP and Zach being at home with their friends is always great I did a lot of cooking I didn't go anywhere believe it or not but it was, I was just happy being at home and, you know, having the, the the boys' friends over and our family over was just fantastic for me. I finally baked. I heard. I finally baked. And mommy came over and she was all excited about that. But more importantly, though, your holidays. Well, yeah, I had the boys came home for Christmas and it was a big rush rush because, as you know, we went to Southeast Asia. That's what I want to hear about. It was amazing. Um, I think the best part of the trip, honestly, was that the boys really enjoyed themselves mm-hmm. and they were happy. It was a little rough mm-hmm. on the leaving. Kalen was, you know, he had only been home for a short time. So it was hard for him to leave his friends before right. New Year's. Max stayed here for New Year's. So it was a bit stressful getting mm-hmm. him there in time. But once we were all there, it was fine. Mm-hmm. And it was really good. So we went to Hong Kong. Vietnam, Thailand, wow, and Singapore. Awesome. And I have to tell you this that before we went to Vietnam, there was a little bit of an issues with the visa and stuff with Max's name wrong, whatever. It was just mm-hmm. troublesome. And I said to Trevor, okay, we're just gonna go to Vietnam this one time. We know we won't bother go. We will, you know, this is our time. And that's never us because we're mm-hmm. our credo in travel is we're not going to do it all this one time. We'll always be back mm-hmm. because we just don't want to make ourselves tired all day. Mm-hmm. But then when we went to Vietnam, 
It was like, wow, we loved it. I've heard good things about it. And we definitely will be back for Mm -hmm. sure. So we need to have an episode dedicated to hearing about your East Asia travels. Can we do that? Sure. Of course, we have to. There's lots to learn, lots to hear. So um, here we are at season nine, and um, it has given us a lot of food for thought. Right. Right. And um, there was what was exciting. Another exciting thing was seeing the Bob Marley movie. Yes. And I know you have seen it. I've actually seen it twice. And going back, going back the second time, there are things that I missed the first time. That's what they say. Right. And I had a better understanding the second time. Mm -hmm. So putting it in perspective with what we're going to be talking about for season nine, um, how did it make you feel? Well, I think it's a perfect movie, I think, for this um, show about transitions as we right. go from the different transitions. Mm-hmm. I have to tell you, it made me very, very emotional mm-hmm. um, watching the show because it put me right back into that stage of in the 70s when everyone was leaving. I remember, like, because I'm so much younger than my sisters and brothers, um they were married, either married in a way mm-hmm. or away at school. So it was just me here. Mm-hmm. And I don't exactly remember the discussions because I don't think my parents ever had the discussions with me. Mm-hmm. But I just knew that our whole life was going to be changing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a scary time, mm-hmm. you know, with the shooting and locking up and whatever. Austerity. You know, gun court. Yeah, um, a lot of things were happening. You know. yeah. And then I actually... Um, was supposed to have moved to Canada the year after, but I I got moved earlier okay. than I was. So I had I left my mom and whatever because she wasn't quite ready for moving. So that that uncertainty really made me feel like wow, this it brought back that emotion, right? About but yeah. me is different. Um, while I have a clear memory mm-hmm. of that that period, we never had a discussion about moving, right? Um, in fact, we moved to Norbrook during that time, and that was exciting for us. But what made me, what what I reflected more on with the movie was Rita as a wife. Okay, that's another and, transition, right? We're going to another talk transition, about, yeah. right? And you, I saw her, I saw another side of Rita that I didn't know about, and I saw her as a as a strong young woman who led Bob into. Rast- apparently based on the movie right. right led him into rastafarianism she exposed him in a lot of ways she was there by his side when he was and again this is just based on the movie right when he was in england doing his um his recordings he wanted her and he made that very clear that mm-hmm. he wanted her beside him while he was doing mm-hmm. these recordings and then at the end of it where she declared that she was there for him at every step of in every step of the way and not only looking after their children but the children of other women and she embraced them there are a lot of Jamaican women who have to, who have done that who have chosen to do that and I I mean more power to her could I have done that if I was in a position like that I wife. really don't know but I I saw her transitioning from her from being a friend to mm-hmm. Bob to being that that to being his wife and to being that powerhouse right beside him behind him with him and i thought it was remarkable 
Well, I think the the strength is always in the woman, right? Or well, right. we would say that. Yeah. So going back to that thing, and this is this serves to the whole Jamaican experience. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I've ever told you, but my mother's father had a wife in China, mm -hmm. and then came to Jamaica and had another wife, oh. which was my mother's mother. Oh. Right. Okay. But I I don't think it was anything that was like. Poor mommy, maybe she doesn't want me talking about it, but it was a fact of life. But so much so that um, my mother sent away for her um, her niece in China mm -hmm. and brought her to Jamaica, and she lived with my family for a while. Oh, really? So we they still had that connection, right? How gong gong, as we used to call mommy's mommy, um, felt about that. I don't know. Like mommy's father died when before she even got married. So. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, but certainly, you know, embracing change um, as we navigate through the through different periods in our life is what this is really all about. And yeah. um, it's very difficult, I think, to embrace change when you do not um, when you do not allow yourself to to do this with grace. Of course. You know what I mean? Grace, I think. Grace. Is, I think yeah. that's what is, that's really the bottom line. We have to, you know, we go from being a daughter to to wife, to mother, not necessarily in that, in the, the yes. wife, mother, so not this, that order, yeah. but it's just about transitioning, you know, these different stages. So this season, I think we're going to be talking about being a daughter mm -hmm. and what that means as I think it changes a lot too when, as we get older. Because, oh, absolutely. Yeah, because we come become our role say, changes exactly yeah, yeah and then we're going to talk about sisterhood and friendship which changes of course as mm -hmm. we age mm -hmm. um being a wife or mm -hmm. partner right and how that changes from when we are like the go-go and the wide eyes yeah yeah yes, wide eyes yes, yeah yes and then motherhood that certainly changes right and then um and then just ourselves, you and know, then the how stage we, that we're, we're in now, now. Yeah. exactly, and how we embrace it, and how we grow, and how we choose. It's all about we have to, as you always say, choose joy. Right. We have to change that mindset or develop that mindset that embraces this stage in our lives and recognize that aging is actually our superpower. Yes. Because we may have lost a waistline, some of us, <laughs> but we have gained wisdom, right? Oh we God. lose a waistline, but we gain the wisdom. Yeah, speaking of so, that, you see, I'm growing out my gray. As, as listen to me now, I was going to say that too, that we are both embracing our grades, yes. right? Um, And I think it's going to be pretty when we, I, as we I, do I it. I can't lie, Mitch. <laughs> Every time I'm walking, I'm like, God, the people must be saying, why that woman don't dire here no, so and look at it is gorgeous i no, love it i, I saw it on friday and i think it's absolutely beautiful but let me tell you something though just that just to backtrack to the bob marley movie oh yes okay the second time i went back i went back with my friends of national chest group yes. so i went to buy the tickets it was 18 tickets bought the tickets counting off and this couple came along and they were buying their tickets too and the agent says are these tickets for seniors and the lady says, yes. She says, okay, you get a discount. I'm like, what? Discount for seniors? And they actually took back all the tickets, except for three, because three of us are not seniors. And no, Am I the seniors, senior age? No, 60 no. and over. Okay, but the God. seniors in the group were so excited to know that they get a discount at the movie. So the point I'm making is... It has its advantage. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. 
So, you know, let's just embrace it. Right. Um, but it does come with, you know, we have to be mindful. You of know, course. we have to be mindful. We have to be intentional, as you always say. For every um, stage. And we're going to talk stage. about that. Yeah. But you have some tips, though. We have some tips yeah. for doing the transitions. Mm -hmm. And we are going to have um, success strategies right. for every stage, every stage, stage that we've been. Right. Things that On we roles. did. Yeah. Things that we wish we did. Mm hmm and wow. you know what, when you, as you said, things we wish we did, when you look back, you say, gosh, I could have done it a little differently. Yeah. But we can't talk about that because we have listeners who are not in their 50s. Right. Who will, we hope that we'll take that advice and say, okay, let me do it that, let me think about doing it that way. Of course. Mm -hmm. So tell me some tips that you have. Oh, before tell me the tips though, do you fear aging? Um, I, I think I did a lot before, but as you know, I have a very good friend that died at the age of 38. Mm -hmm. So every time I go into that mode of, oh gosh, I'm getting old, I always keep on saying, Marta would have loved to have been. It's a blessing. My age, yes. But you know what? It's all about perspective. Of course. And how we choose to look at it, just like your gray hair. Mm -hmm. When I saw it on Friday, I thought it looked gorgeous. It's really about perspective, mm -hmm. how we choose to see things. Um, and it really is a blessing. Of course. It yeah. definitely is. Wrinkles and all. Wrinkles and all. No waistline. No waistline. But we have the wisdom. Yes, we have the wisdom. We can so, fix our eyebrows, though, you know. Yeah. <laughs> there are things we can do. <laughs> okay. So first of all, I think we need to have some empathy. Yeah. Um, yeah. We need to give ourselves grace. Grace, yes. And give sure. others mm -hmm. grace around mm -hmm. us. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. So, we, we um, do. I, and I'll just, just, you know, add right here. Sometimes I go to mom and she'll tell me the same thing in five minutes. And I, instead of saying to her, mommy told me that already, I just do my fingers and then she laughs and she says, I can tell you again. So when, when she tells me something four times and I do four and she goes, well, I'll tell you another time, one more time. And she tells me again, Aww. but you know, I have to be patient with her. Because she is 98. She is 98. She's such a good 98. Oh my God. She's ready to get married again. Oh my goodness. Imagine if that happened. Right. Um, yeah. I, I think you need to be willing to grow, mm -hmm. to learn and to reflect. Reflecting. I, I have been doing quite a bit of that. Mm -hmm. And um, that helps me to figure out, am I doing it the right way or not? And I think years before, I kind of just went along without really reflecting. But I think reflecting is really important at any stage. Right. But I just never thought about it before. No. Right. Yeah. And I think in the last few years is when I've had the most insight about myself, mm -hmm. about how I am that causes things around me mm -hmm. or absorbs things around me. Can I tell you something, though? Yeah. You can tell me if you agree. Having children caused me to do a lot of reflecting mm -hmm. because they, they will call me out. And I'll say, in, in, this, in this stage now, yeah, for sure. It, absolutely. Yeah. Did I do that the right way? Could I have done it another way? Yes. They definitely call us out. And we'll talk about that yeah. in motherhood. For yeah, sure, for sure. Right? For sure. Um, to listen to other people and really hear what they're saying mm -hmm. all through the different stages. Mm -hmm. Because I, re I remember, um, you know, things that my mother said. And I had this conversation with, the, with Lisa 
um, Bassiani, I'm thinking, you know, how our mothers would just, for instance, just throw bouquets of flowers together just from the garden. Right. And it would look Gorgeous. so beautiful. Yes, yes. And it's like, now I remember just cutting back so many different trees. And my mother used to love a Diefenbach. Mm -hmm. And I used to hate a Diefenbach. And now I find myself buying the damn thing. Right, right. So if you just listen and take it all in and not maybe offer so much judgment, because you know, when you're young, you think, God, I know everything. everything. Mm -hmm. And you know, that's old fashioned. Yeah. That's why yeah. like Auntie Gracie and I, um, I literally sit at her feet. And sometimes I may not absorb what she has said, but trust me, at a later date, it almost as if she sits on my shoulder and I can hear her saying, of course. and it comes right back to me. I'm like, okay, that's what, that's what she meant when she said so-and-so. So we're learning and absorbing right. even at this stage, of course, because um, we're listening. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And you know, parenting, that's when we talk about parenting, <laughs> yes. that's going to be something that we have to remember too, because what we say to our kids, that becomes their inner voice. Oh, absolutely. So. And that's pleasing to me though, when I see Sometimes if we yeah, said the right if thing. If we said the right thing. When we say something and then they, they give it back to us. Right. You know what I mean? And you think, gosh, we made an impact there. Mm. So the next thing is to have intentional planning. Like Critical. plan for every stage. L literally, it I mean, when you're younger, you think things just happen. We I I I don't know if the younger generation now they're more intentional, but for me, I just thought it's just gonna happen. We have endless time. We have all this time in the world. I don't know if, have, if, if, if we, I know for sure I was not as intentional. Definitely. No, I tried to. Definitely when I was younger, before I got married, I think it started for me when I had children mm -hmm. and I knew I wanted a silly thing. I wanted to take them to Disney World. Right. And I realized that I don't want to travel in the, in the busy season like in summer mm -hmm. so we would always take the kids out of school mm -hmm. but then I realized Max was going to be doing GSAT so I couldn't just take him out of school at certain times mm -hmm. so I had to intentionally plan okay this, this is, time is when, the best time. and at this age because soon at by the it's time done right and yeah. he doesn't want to go to Disney World again mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so that's when it kind of started for me um Another one is le leaning on each other and allow vulnerability. Right. And I think um, you tend to talk a lot about community. Mm -hmm. And um, I think, you know, the whole sisterhood, you know, leaning on who has the same energy as you is very important because we can't do it alone. And we have to understand that, you know, we have to find a space where you can be vulnerable. And there's power in of that, course. of course. And learn of course, because you know I mean? we share more than we think we share, right? Yeah, and it's okay. Yeah, it's of okay. Um, know yourself and your values. Mm -hmm. Your values are so important. Yes. So that it's easy to make decisions. There are some things that change okay. over time mm -hmm. based on your situation as you grow. But I think there are some core values that will always remain. And those are the core values that we pass on to our children. Of course. Yeah. So in terms of... Um, Sorry, I have one more. Oh, you do. Beg your pardon. Uh, uh, modeling. And when I say modeling, like be who you want to be or who you admire mm -hmm. through all the different stages mm -hmm. because um, that's how people learn. Yeah. Right? Yeah, because I, 
I will see who you're modeling, whoever that is. Right. And I, I can learn. Or model what you want, want to, to be. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, yeah that's, that's that's very important. Yeah. Well. And then now you have some tips on advice. Yeah, right? for me, it's advice. I have learned the value of, of time, you know. Um, again, as I said, when I was growing up, I thought I had so much time. And time for me, the value of time became really important when my sister Gail passed. Mm -hmm. And I realized she, her, we, we were told the time that she had left. And I realized, oh my gosh, this the clock is ticking. And um, and then I really thought, I have to really make use of the time, you of know, course. because it's not really about just the milestones. It's about the moments. Rose Kennedy said that. It's about the, the moments that we create. So I really try to, to be mindful of that. And thankfully, both my boys, particularly JP, he's great at creating those moments. Zach is great at creating those moments and insisting that we have to do this. Yeah, remember, and, tell us what you did on New Year's Eve this year. Right, <laughs> so New Year's Eve. We didn't have any plans. Right. Zach, of course, is not at age where he can do his own thing. Broke my heart, but that's okay. And he went off to do his thing in Montego Bay with his friends. That's another transition that we have to talk about. And But we got together just impromptu, JP and his friends, Chris and I, and went up to this, like, a, it's a work site. Right. And we just grabbed champagne from the house, and we turned on the music in Chris's truck. And we were, I mean, the, the view was amazing, because we saw all of Kingston. We saw the fireworks. And we saw all, everybody's fireworks oh, from there, because nice. the vantage point was fantastic. Mm -hmm. But we just had such a good time. It was yeah. totally impromptu. Um, but we were together. And what a moment that memorable. was. Memorable. Right? right. Most definitely memorable. And I know Sorry Zach wasn't there. And I know it's memorable because you've told me about it at least three times. <laughs> <laughs> but, That's okay. But just, just being so impromptu, you know, that was what made it. Of zero I love planning. That. I love that. Zero planning. But it worked perfectly. I love that. And we just had to make sure that we did. Because we had we didn't have any plans for anything New Year's. What are you doing? Nothing. And then all of a sudden we're doing something. And it worked well. Um, so, so the time is really, really important, recognizing that we really don't have endless time, but yeah. the time that we have now is all we know for sure. And we just have to make good use of that of and course. create those moments. Right. And the second thing is the decisions that we make, which this is advice to our, our, our younger listeners in our twenties and thirties, they impact us later on in life of course so there are things i wish i had done a little differently but just not knowing yeah. but now that i know i can say to you look don't do certain things take care of your skin drink water exercise you know be conscious of your diet because it will affect you later on no matter what of course it will affect you later on and not just about um our physical self but our mental um stability or mental health is also very important right you know so there are lots of us, lots of things we're going to be talking about in right, the season. Right. Um, we we know our listeners are going to be excited as we are. And um, let's just go for it. Yeah. So our first one next week is about being a daughter, right? Yes. Yes. We can both talk a lot about that. Yes. <laughs> we don't have daughters, but yes, we're going to be we talking about daughters, but... us being daughters. Yeah. The role. The role and how it has changed. Right. How it is changing. And, and how we got to this period, because I, as I always say to, and I'm sure I've mentioned it on this podcast, is that I have always been happy to be my father's daughter, my brother's sister, 
my um, cousin's cousin, my husband's wife, my children's mother. Right. And then all of a sudden now it's like, well, who am who I? Who are you? And this is the time now that we're discovering. Right. Because that's for me too. Yeah. That's for me too. And then, you know, and then Michelle and I always talk about that. We always say to our kids, you can be whoever you want to be. Um, are we living that? Exactly. Yeah. But it's okay. So it's never too late. Right. Um, you know, there are so many stories of women in particular, we're, you know, because we're yes. talking about women who have done magnificent things. Or not even so magnificent. Like when you have, to them, it right. can be, right? Like he's like Mar Martha Stewart, you were telling me about. Yes, she started her business at 50. That's great. There are lots of women who have done amazing things. So we can start a business at we Martha Stewart. We can start Stewart, anything. You know? We can start anything. <laughs> and you know what? Speaking of that. We started our podcast at 50, right? Or Over 50, 50 plus. 50 plus. When I was on my trip on the cruise ship, there was this woman who's from South Africa. Mm -hmm. And she, I think she told me she was 60. There you go. And she just decided that she she's a hairdresser. And she just decided that she wanted to see the world. So she said, I'm going to take one contract and go on a cruise ship. And that um. I love that. And travel the world. I love that. Well, this is now her third contract. Mm, so love that. Yeah. But listen, you know what? As you know, we're wrapping up um this this session right now, this episode. I think too, we have to recognize that in some some countries, aging is respected. Of right? course. Um, in the eastern countries, the older you get, the more respect is given, right? Um, I think in the Western countries, that's really not necessarily the case. There's a lot of anti-aging this and anti-aging that. Yeah. Whatever. But at the end of the day, wherever we live, is for us to choose how we want to see ourselves and how we want the rest of the world to see us. Right. But I think in Jamaica, though, we respect our elders a lot, don't you? Um. I think so, in in to, to some degree. To some degree. To some degree. Maybe it, not so much as like the Asian. The Asian countries. But I, you know. I just feel in the North American culture, like as soon as you get, and maybe I'm being biased, as soon as you get to a certain age, just put them in a put, home. Put, just put them aside. Yeah. Right. Discarded. Yeah. I have yeah. to beg my children, please do not. Don't do that. <laughs> they won't. <laughs> Anyhow. Yeah. So that's it for today. Okay. So we are. I'm really revved up and excited to talk about um you know the transitioning because yes. it's, it's it speaks so much to us and what we're literally going through yes yeah so please share with your friends yes subscribe do whatever you're supposed to do like you. share and subscribe right <laughs> Anyhow. see you soon okay bye, bye. thanks for tuning in to this episode of what the 50 Please show your love and encouragement by sharing, subscribing, and leaving a review wherever you're listening. And don't forget to like and follow us on Instagram. And please join our active Facebook group at what.the50.